0: We are starting the Baruch Hashem. It's a wonderful day. We are starting the Mesilat Yesharim, Chapter 1. We finished the three classes on the introduction. Now we're getting to the the main course. Now the Ramchal here, the, the topic of this chapter is why are we here? What's our obligation? Actually, unfortunately, I've been six funerals in the last six weeks. Um, and it's a, it's a shame. You know, we live su- such a complex and at times very difficult lives. If we don't know why we are here, it's such a shame. So therefore, the topic of this chapter is, what is our obligation in this world? Why did God create us? And the Ramchal says, Yesoda Hasidut, the foundation of righteousness and piousness, the shoreshabuda, and the root. HaAvodah hatemima, complete service of God. That's what I was saying. One of my congregants. He was a teacher in Shiraz for 50 years, and he said this, he said, we always, we we have to realize, and to thyselves be true, why we, what's gonna, how do I live a life that's gonna make God happy? Why did God put me here? Not according to my rules, but according to his dictionary, according to his rule book. So the Ramchal says, Yesoda chasidut the Shoreshaavoda Temima. The foundation of our complete relationship with God is Shait Barer vit amet et salada machovatoga ulamo. Is to know why we've been created. What is our obligation in our world? Ula Masarich Shayasim Mabatoma Gmatoga Shawama Kyamehayav. Why do I need to work and struggle and sweat, put blood, sweat and tears in, su- in this uh, tremendously difficult life? So I wanted to say a few things here. We had the glorious zikhur of learning from my Rosh Hashivah, Rav, Rav Shmuel Yakov Weinberg. He said something very d- deep here. Because the Gros says, every word of the Mestilat, Yesharim, like I said in my first class, is like he's like the Rambam. We could be very toothpick with a fine toothpick comb. We have to be medayik. We have to be exacting and precise in his words. So the Ramchal says, Rosh Hashiva Zatzal said that he says, "Ma chov We know. Just like in economics, there's macro and micro. The Ramchal here says, the, the ultimate question that all the philosophers deal with, what is the reason for our existence? That, if you answer that question, you're answered while you've been created, and that's, that's going to be the ladder to make you become angelic, and be able to become a prophet, and become the holiest of the holy. Now, the Rosh Hashivah Zatzal, when he was talking about this, why does the Ramchal say, Ma What is our? Why doesn't he say it in a plural, in a macro way? So, Rosh Hashiva Zatzal said the Ramchal is talking something from the Arizal. And that is, there's two questions every person has to ask himself. Why was I created in general? In general, we know the Jewish nation was created to sanctify God's name. How do we sanctify God's name? By learning Torah, carrying out the Torah, fixing up our bad characteristics. That's the class I gave between Minchan and Khan Arvid 20 minutes ago. But then there's a micro. You have to ask yourself, why did God put me? David ben Shlomo Chaim. Because according to Kabbalah, the Tanya talks about this, the Arizal. This is why suicide is such a terrible sin. Everybody that's living has a special light to bring to the world that no other has a special mission that they can bring into the world that no other person has that capability. That's what it means we've been created in God's image. That's why the Ramchal says, Ma chova toba ulamo? More important than anything, you have to look inside your heart and your mind and, and ask the question, why have I been specifically put here? There's billions of people. What does God want from me specifically? In my own speci- with my own special talents. With my own special uniqueness. That's what the Seferi cream says. Man is created in the image of God. God is the most unique being in the world. Each human being also is the ultimate epitome of uniqueness, of godliness, because there's no other person that has your talents, that has your thinking. So, this is the foundation of our entire relationship to God. That I have to know personally and why God put me specifically here in a micro way. And that's why we are God's Navy SEALs. And God has a special mission for every single one of us that no other person could do. That should give us so much motivation never to give up in life. Because God, Mashiach, could only come when both the nation of Israel on a macro, as a nation we commit our mission we fulfill our, our mission, why God sent us, but each individual also, like the Maharal says, can be a mini-Mashiach. Because if you use your special talents to be kind and loving and caring to one another, that, listen, every person has a certain amount of responsibility and talents that no other person has. And that's why we should One who recognizes his own self-greatness has recognized his godly purpose. And that's what the Ramchal is saying, In your specific world, we human beings are so complex. Each one of us is like worth the entire world. That's why if you save the life of one Jew, it's like you save the entire world. You have a world of potential inside of you that you could bring light and tikkun. Tikkun Olam means rectification of the world. So that's the foundation of why we were created. To know our mission, once you tap into your inner inner mission. So I had another great rabbi, which was a student of the Chazonish, Harav Eliezer ben David Zatzal, and... He, he said that this question is the most important question. After modani, a person has to ask himself, every day that you wake up, God has granted, granted you an extra day of life, a glorious opportunity. You have to ask yourself three questions. What am I? Why am I? And where am I? That's the, a life that has meaning and purpose. And you don't forget your meaning and purpose, and you value your meaning and purpose. That's what we have to look inside the mirror and say, "Why am I here?" And that's um, that's a, that's an amazing, amazing thing. Now, the Ramchal here goes and answers this question. He says, "What? What did our rabbis teach us? What's the reason for existence?" The reason for existence is, <speaking in Hebrew> Guess what? We human beings love pleasure. God created us to have the ultimate pleasure. And it's not chas <speaking in Hebrew> Shalom 70 virgins, or anything like that. The ultimate pleasure, reason for creation is to bask The soul is a spark of God, not God himself, a spark of God. If that soul is able to come into this earthly world of darkness and not get, God forbid, fall into the trap of the Satan and not get deluded and not become chas Shalom dirty, and he's able. Then, when we die, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate pleasure, which is greater than any other pleasure in the world, is be able to speak to God. <laughs> to be able to be, to give a parable. If God is the sun, maybe this is why people love sunbathing so much. To be able. To bask in the glory of God Himself—that's the reason for creation. That is the only true pleasure, and greater than all the pleasures in, in the world combined. And I give a mashal for this. Remember, well, I used to love Legos, like my son does right now. You get to a point of your time, a point in time in your life, hopefully, that you realize that the Lego is worthless. That's what's going to happen to us in the next world. All the money and property and luxury and five-star hotels and uh, you know show off and diamond earrings and all the sexual pleasure or physical pleasure, once you get into the world of truth, they're all going to be worthless. The only thing the Al Sheikh says is that the Gemara says the Sadikeim, what is the world to come? What is heaven? It's when the saddikim, the Talmud says, sit and their crowns are on their heads and they have pleasure from the rays of God's shekhinah, from God's presence. The al-sheikh in Devarim says a beautiful thing. He says, what are those crowns? Every mitzvah you do, it's like you create a jewel in your crown. So the pleasure in the next world is, the more mitzvahs you do, because every mitzvah you do, you create a guardian angel. The more mitzvahs you do, the more angels you create. Those angels are going to be your heaven. Because those, each one of those angels is going to be like a jewel on your crown. And is going to make you closer and more attached to God. God is the only thing that really exists. Everything else is a figment of our imagination, just like we saw in the Capitol, We think the capital of the United States is the most powerful country ever to, to be in the world. God showed us that a bunch of hoodlums could just walk into there. The only thing that's true is God. Everything else is fake. The only reason that anything else has a semblance of truthness to it is because God is true. So therefore, the ultimate pleasure is is be able to connect to God. To black to bask in his glory, and that where where do we do that? Not in this world, this world of darkness. In the next world, which is Olam Haba, because that world is the eternal world. Only that world has the capacity. It's kind of like in this world, it's um, it's. It's a physical world. Believe it or not, when you learn Kabbalah, the words of the Ari in his his book, Otsurat Chaim, in order to create this world, God is a spiritual being. This world was created out of simsum, which means God limited himself and let a physical thing come about. So, this world is a limited world. It's a finite world. It's a world that has death. It's a world that has limits. This world is not the ultimate place, p- place for pleasure. Only the next world, which is unlimited, and the world world of light, that's where we're going to get our reward. So you could do 10 trillion mitzvahs and live 120 years, the reward is not here. Don't get frustrated. Some people, it breaks my heart, I had two students like this, you know, they went off the derech because they, they thought that they didn't realize this simple truth. And that is, in this world we have to do bl- our blood, sweat and tears to do as many mitzvahs as possible and break our bad habits. And the foundation of all our service of God, the Mesilat Yesharim is saying, is to know why we were created. And the answer is to, to get closer to God. But the place where you actually get close to God and the reward is not here; is the next world. But the only way to earn the reward is in this world. So imagine it like this. Let's say there's this resort in Bora Bora, Tahiti, Maui, wherever you think. You need a currency table to get into there. Over there, you cannot make money. So, same thing. Here we have to work hard to make money because there's going to... be In the next world, it's too late. You don't have the opportunity to to be able to grow anymore, and that's what the rabbis tell us that this world is like a hallway to the next world. This world, and what is the currency that gets you into heaven? What are those angels that lift your soul and attach you to God, which is the only true pleasure of heaven? So therefore, the Ramchal is telling us. We were created for pleasure. The ultimate pleasure is God Himself. To be able to understand God and connect to God. How do you connect to God? By doing mitzvahs in this world. If we knew how valuable mitzvahs were, we would run after them more than all the trillion, billion dollar deals that you could, a stock, stocks and and the luxuries of this world. Because, Like we see, easy come, easy go. There's no guarantee in this world what you have today, you'll have tomorrow. But the ultimate goal is to be able to to, to get to the next world with a treasury of good deeds and Torah, which is unlimited. That is really what you take with you. You don't even take your socks. Today they just buried... One of the richest Jews in the world, Sheldon Adelson. There was uh, six, seven people there. And we are born naked and we leave this world naked. You don't take anything with you. The only thing you take with you is a good name and your character and the Torah you learn and the mitzvot. So the mitzvot is the currency that will make you close to God. The pleasure. All the money and fame and glory and luxury and pleasure of this world is nonsense. It's just like Legos. It's like Al Husama Adam Allah first God puts us here so we can earn the currency and the intermediary to get us close to God in the next world. Lirvot sham tov. There we can bask in God's glory. It all depends on what we do right here and now in this world that's why our rabbis teach us today we have to be laser sharp focused today we've been created to do the mitzvot and only tomorrow in the next world is where we get rewarded if he says if you really look into it in a deep way the only perfection is being connected to God. And that's what the reward for every good action you do in this world is. Because the Ramchal explains in Derech Hashem that God, like I told you, my most favorite sentence in all of the Shemona Esrei, Hashem Safatai, the prayer book is, God's name is Tov. HaTov Shimcha If you're good, then you deserve to... Unfortunately, in the spiritual world, opposites don't attract. The more godly you are, the more you can attach yourself to God and get close to Him. And that's the only thing that is really perfection and wholesomeness and the reward in the world to come. That's what heaven is. That's what King David says in Tehillim 73. David said, King David, David, Melech Yisrael, Chai Kayam says... When I am close to God, that's good. We, we Sephardim say this every day after prayer, after Aleinu. Ashkenazim say it in the 40 days between of, uh, Elul and Yom Kippur. King David says, I want one thing from God. Only that. I want to sit in the house of God all the days of my life and bask in God's glory. Be close to Him. Kirakhutov, only God is good. It's so, so crazy. Sometimes friends, even brothers and sisters, abandon each other. The only thing that, the only person you could truly put your trust in and rely on all the time, anytime, is God. And He's the only thing that's good. Anything else that we superficially. Think is good is nonsense. The Ramchal says it's 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 ridiculous. It's stupidity. It's silliness. If you actually merit to be close to God and cling, cling to God. Those that cling on to God are truly alive. But God didn't want to give to this on a, on, a, on a silver plate. Which means the Ramchal, here again, we have to be very precise in his words. Ramchal is alluding to what he says from the Zohar in his next book, Da'at Tevunot. If God is so good, then why create such a dark world where there's the coronavirus and the C, CNA, CR, and there's so much suffering. My heart goes out as a rabbi, People come to, for, for you for advice and for you to pray. Some people are so lonely, some people are so sick mentally, physically. Some people have no money, some people have no love. Some people have terrible children, some people, Rahman al Son, have terrible spouses, abusive spouses. If God is so good, why not put us straight in the next world? So the Ramchal is alluding to the answer to that question. Because God, anything that you get for free, is not really yours. What you put your blood, sweat, and tears in, that's what really is worthwhile and you can be proud of. So, God puts us in this world of darkness, in this world of nastiness, in this world of struggle, and He wants us to earn the next world. He's not going to put us in the Garden of Eden. Even... That's why he created the Satan, the Satan contrary to power belief is the whole reason we get rewarded. That's why it says in Genesis, very good is the Satan. Why? It's because it's only the Satan that puts the counterweight, it's like lift, it's, you can't create thick muscles without a weight. The Satan is that weight lifting, he's that force that's, that pushes us back now that we proactively fight against Him and go towards light and do the ethical and right thing. Because God wanted our olam our, haba, our heaven, not to just be a... The Zohar basically says like this, before a soul is created, well... He's in the best place in the world. He's in the world to come. Why does he need to come down to this world of darkness where there's unlimited pain and suffering potentially? Because the Zohar answered this question. Before he comes into this world, the the soul, the Zohar says, is like an empty pit. But when he comes into this world and he struggled and yet he still had a thousand and one different opportunities to Become adulterated and unethical and terrible and go after poison, spiritual poison, and still he's goes after God and does the Torah, then he becomes like a spring. He becomes a wellspring. He deserves, God wants you to deserve your, your reward in the next world, which is our closest to God. That's what the Ramkal is saying here. The Hema Mitzvot. So if there's no. It, It's because we're in a world of darkness. It's because we're in a world that we could go after instant gratification, but if we don't, and do the right thing, then we deserve the next world. we have to know, there's a lot of satanic forces. There's a lot of physical forces that want to make the spiritual soul become... Adulterated. that want to poison our soul, that want to take our soul and put it into the mud of disgusting and despicable sin. And those are our instant gratification, our animalistic behavior. imi <speaking in Hebrew> if you go after instant gratification and lust, you're going to go away from the ultimate good. You're not gonna. You're gonna be when you get to the next world. God is gonna say, "What did you do with your life?" You're gonna say, "Oh, I always I worship money." The whole time, I was eating, drinking, and satisfying my nerve endings, satisfying my every woman desire. But then, unfortunately, you're not gonna. You 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 you've missed the purpose of life. So therefore, the Ramchal. We're going to finish with this chapter. Life is like a war. And the Torah, that's why it's so important that we have to learn Torah 24-7. Because the Torah is the playbook, is the guide how to overcome darkness, how to overcome the satanic forces. The Torah is telling you why you're created and that through understanding that you understand your mission in the world. He says every second of life, is a test. Whether you're going to make an instant gratification, go after the dark, or go after the force of good. Which means every second, you could have good thoughts or bad thoughts. Thoughts that you love God, thoughts that you hate God. Complain, or say Baruch Hashem. So every second of life, can potentially, be a mitzvah or a sin, because... They're all tests. And that's how you win. Because, he, like for example, somebody that's, that's poor, that, that could be, that's a test. But don't think the rich person doesn't have a test. Because the poor person, when he's poor, he could go steal and cheat. But the rich person, like it says Solomon, King Shalom says in 30 Proverbs, he says, I'm going to become so powerful and satiated, my stomach is going to become so full, I'm going to say, who's God? Or God forbid, I'm going to become so poor, I'm going to have to go steal and cheat. He says, even if you have a perfect life, everything is peaceful. That's also a test. Because what's going to happen is, you're so peaceful, you're never going to pray. Because you're not in distress. And then you're never going to grow because you have no more tests. Or you're going to take life for granted. So every phase of life is a test. Whether you're wealthy or poor. Whether you have a peaceful life or a hard life. Are you going to use what God gave you to spread light and kindness and nobility in the world? Or are you going to Use it for selfish reasons and instant gratification and act like a disgusting animal. So it says, Yisurim, some people they have hard lives. They have too much pain and suffering. They commit suicide or they just, like during the Holocaust, it's just too much of a hard test. They reject God and they, th- that's also a test. So on one hand, everything is a test. Sometimes if everything's perfect, that's a test because you're going to forget God. But if, even if something, is like the king of Job, Eov. If you have too many troubles, sometimes if you don't realize that it's for your good, you're going to reject God. You say, ah, this God hates me. And by, by, you're, you're not going to have the capability to, to, to win over that. So he says that, ah, So therefore, he says the Satan, everywhere you go, from the back and the front, the Satan is trying to attack us. You could run, but you can't hide. We were put into this world as a test. Any situation you are has its test. Are you going to become closer to God or run away from God and forget Him? So He says, "You have." He says, "If you win the war and never give up, from all if you win all the tests, that the tests are not there to to, God doesn't hate you." God, it says actually in Pirkei Avod, He gave Abraham Avinu ten tests, because He loved Abraham. So the more God tests you, each test has the potential of making you more perfect. So the more tests you have, to the contrary, means God loves you more. That's what it says in Teilim. Et asher Hashem yochiach. The person that God loves, Hashem gives him tests. So He says, we have to be a good warrior, and not... Even if we lose the battle, we should never lose the war. He says, the person that that comes into this world of darkness, and never gives up, and wins the war, that's the person that's going to go from the hallway, into the banquet hall, where the wedding is. This world is only a hallway. That person is going to go into the world of light, in the world of life. Here is the world of death, and darkness. The more you have self-control, and you develop your character, because character counts, and you do mitzvot, even though you have to suffer, you never give up, you never lose your emunah in God. You always want to do the right thing, in all circumstances, according, that's what I was saying in my previous class. Kefum Sara your reward in heaven is to become clinging to God. How much do you stick to God? The more harder you work, no pain, no gain. The more pain you have, the more you gain to be close to God. And that's, that's going to be the ultimate happiness. May Hashem help us never to forget our mission in life and to know that this world is the world of tests, And the more we know why we were created, and that the ultimate goal is to cling to God, then ultimately we'll pass our test and live the most fruitful and wonderful life ever. Amen.